Hey, Brandon, pour me another one. <sighs> Man, that was like a really good warm up to the pod, bro. I'm dead right now. All right. <laughs> Pascal, we already a little lit. So um, just letting everybody here know what type of episode is about to be. What's going on, Pascal? Hey, man, I got it. I finally got a mic stand. There it is. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering where the let's get ready to rumble. So, but so it's, it's one of the ones that that sit on the desk, like it's, it's standing on the desk. Okay, that's good. But my mic and the I didn't use the uh, I forget what it's called. The, the, the thing the mic going. It's not. I didn't use the one it came with. Okay. I, the like the little mic holder joint. So. Mm-hmm. My mic, along with that, is entirely too heavy for this dome to sit right side up. So now I have the microphone on the stand, but it's upside down. Mm-hmm. So that's that's all I was gonna say about that. I just okay. have an upside down microphone in front of me, but it's it's working out. Yeah, upside down is not bad. That's not bad. It, it can go upside down. That's cool. It can. I like seeing people in the studio where they got the the mic upside down. They like rapping like oh, they like that TikTok, TikTok challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that turn is fun, man. It's cool. My cousin actually just sent me one, um, and he he kind of he went off with it. And it was, it was good oh, story. your cousin did it? Yeah, yeah. He like walked Dope. in the room and like they like put a cape on him and some shades and like the, the headphones and yeah. Yeah. Very dope. Cousin Tay. Shout out to cousin Tay and shout out to Delondale. Delondale and shout out to Ceviche Clay. Shout out to Ceviche Clay. Yeah. I'm um, dead, man. What's up, man? Not, not, nothing much, up? man. Hey, look, Pascal, we we sipping whiskey again. That's what that's what type of <laughs> that's what type of time we're on. We're we sipping back. whiskey. It's been a while. Um, we're gonna talk about what what kind of whiskey we're drinking today. Yes. Um, but before we jump into the whiskey, how, how have you been? What's going on? What's new? <laughs> man, life is good, bro. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I'm good, man. Um, like we talked about, man, how was my weekend? I, I went out to a, me and Shorty went out to a party out in, um, in East LA. Mm-hmm. I didn't know where I was at. It wasn't that far from Lincoln Heights. Shout out to Lincoln Heights. That was apparently a really great show. I never watched it. Um, so I went there, really cool venue. If you, if possible, if y'all are watching my story, you got to see me from like the balcony mm-hmm. or my point of view from the balcony looking over. It was a great time. It had like four or five different DJs. Um, nice. I think it was like two guys and three women and they like rotated throughout the night. Okay, I was gonna um, ask how that works out. Yeah, they were rotating and then they had like people on stage just dancing vibe. It was a great time, man. Nice. LA is a lot of fun. It really is, man. There's always something to do here. Um, and then Sunday I was supposed to go to another uh, party like on the beach mm-hmm. um, where it looks like a BYOB kind of thing, but it, it didn't really work out. Um, I was tired from the night before, so me and Shorty just went to the pool yeah. uh, in my neighborhood. Shout out to the people in my in my neighbors. Like they're so nice. Like the kids will come jump in the pool, and they're so <laughs> nice to hang with you uh, and their parents. And so just had a good time, man. So it was a, it was a fun filled weekend, and, and cool. we, we kind of needed it, man. We'd be working kind of hard. So yeah, all is good. Uh, I'm going to another movie premiere next week. Nice. Uh, what's the joint called? Um, if you haven't seen the trailer for a Honk for Jesus, mm-hmm. there's a new movie coming out with Sterling K. Brown and uh, and Regina Hall. Um, I'm gonna go see that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to walk the red carpet this time. I'm gonna get there on time so I can walk the carpet. And y'all might see me on like Getty pictures or something. You like gotta that. be it's fresh. Called Getty, right? Oh yeah, I'm about to go get a, a new suit for that one because I didn't have on a, a suit last time. I had on like the the white button the, with a few buttons. But on are you gonna so have, you have the taco the meat chains. out with? But yeah. I have to, brother. Have the taco meat out with I the two chains for sure. You with the two chains looking like Teddy Pendergrass. Wow. Um. Yeah. So that's it, bro. Life is good. I'm feeling all right. 
mm-hmm. taking care of myself. That's good. Getting some sun. The sunshine different in LA. I'm getting it from the sun. There it is. Yeah. So yeah. I'm still getting the apartment set up. Um, I'm having a good time out here, man. I'm, nice. I'm not homesick yet. That's good. That's good. And it, it probably hit, uh, you know, when it, when this when it's supposed to be cold. You yeah, know. you know I love the winter, man. I love the yeah. snow. I love the winter. That's the only thing. But at, but also out here, man, I can go up to the mountains. That's true. And then at night, at night it, probably, it, gets, it gets pretty cool, too. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I've heard the lowest around, like, maybe, like, 40s, 40s. But there's nothing like, you know, jumping out, getting, get, like, getting a little lit, jump, jumping wow. in the Uber, jumping out of the Uber. It's freezing cold. Everybody freezing trying to cold. get in. You, you get inside. You get in. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. when you get in the venue, it's popping, and it's yeah. all it's hot in there. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I'm gonna figure it out. You know, I'm from New York, bro. So you know, I love to throw my Tims on. I love yeah. to walk out in the snow. Yeah, none of that, um, none of that out there, man. But that's all good. Yeah, all they, good. they still be wearing Tims out here. You know what's crazy? People in LA be wearing boots. Like it was a girl at the party on Saturday. She had on snow boots. Mm-hmm. They was like up the calf. Was it? And like, they was. Was it hot that bro. day, or it ended up it ended up being cold, or it was it was ninety degrees. Okay. During the day, I mean, so her feet her feet was probably smelling like Fritos, Cheetos. <laughs> Flaming hot. You seen the flaming hot yeah. uh, funnions? It was flaming hot funnions. That's crazy. Um, that might need to be the name of this episode because that is hot. an outlandish <laughs> flaming hot funnions. But first, actually, while we're on that, flaming hot Cheetos are the move. If I ever, if I ever jump into a, 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 a convenience store or something like that, I'm definitely mm-hmm. picking up the flaming hot Cheetos. Fingers, fingertips red. All red. Yeah. Yeah. And you gotta like scrub them joints yeah, like yeah. in the bathroom. It ain't no, it ain't no like nah, nah, nah. You gotta scrub You're them not, off. Yeah, nah, it ain't that's not enough. Them, got some for a couple <laughs> hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she had on those, but she had on shorts. Like she had on like Daisy Dukes, and then okay. she had on these boots. And the boots were so thick that she had to take the strings and tie the top of the boot real tight, like wrap it around the back of the boot. That's kind of like it. the uh, Coachella type of vibe, type of like, a, you know, when okay. they go to these like raves and stuff like that. That's kind of mm. how they be dressing. Yeah. yeah, they be wearing like those like ski hats and Cos, stuff like that, yeah, but, be, but be wearing like bikinis at the same time. Yeah. They gonna pass out. Yeah. They gonna pass out. But it's yeah. like, you, you staying cool kind of, but you still hot. Yeah. It should balance out, hopefully. But dudes be out here wearing like scullies, like sweater hats. Mm-mm. Uh, not like the Sabiato joints in D.C. They wearing straight sweater hats yeah, out nah, here. Yeah, you can't be having your, your head sweating like that. It's 90 degrees. Yeah, nah. Can't be having But that. at the same time, it's not as humid as it is over there. That's true. Where you at. 90 out here, I was like, ooh, it's a little, okay, it's hot. But I know if it was 90 in D.C., I would not be able to breathe. Yeah, as soon as you step outside, lotion dripping. You sweating. Yeah. That's nasty. Uh, I mean, so for me, I was actually supposed to be in Nashville this past weekend. Mm. Um, did not end up going on the trip, which is okay. That never happens. Like if I plan a trip, I'm usually going. gonna go. Um, so I was supposed to step out to go to Nashville um, to have a reunion with people from my season of The Voice. Dope. Um, oh yeah, you told me you were supposed to. Do yeah, that. so like reserved everything, had the flight set up, supposed to fly out on Friday, and just like really just chill with them. Um, but not a lot of people were participating and couldn't like people that weren't really like down to like fly out um and the choices True. the choices for location were la and nashville i would have been cool with either one um yeah i was gonna say i feel like people would have just they should have just came to la but it's kind of I mean, split saw, like uh, so a lot of people live in nashville a lot of people live in la um so i mm-hmm. guess they decided to go with nashville i thought nashville would have been cool i never really hung out in nashville before yeah. um but yeah you know the guy organizing it hit me up and was like really me and him are the only ones that were willing to like fly out so it would have been us and 
people that live there. So I was yeah. like, I'm cool on it. Like I, you know, went ahead and canceled um, hotel, got my wow. vouchers for the flights. You got, um, you got all your money back? I didn't get my money back, but I got vouchers for the flight. So like when I okay. do decide to take a flight, boom, I'll be able to use LA. that. But um, LA to yeah, keep it with me. LA, yeah. To um, LA. So I'm actually glad that I stayed home though. It was really cool. It was, it was, it was a nice family weekend. Um, on Friday, what did I do on Friday? Oh yeah, Friday we ended up like just like hanging out. Like the weather here this past weekend was perfect. Like it was in the 80s. Um, so like we like went like the family like it was a nice family weekend. Like we went and like um, went out to eat and like we we're just outside. And then Saturday my wife actually had um, an art event that she does. She's an artist, so she mm-hmm. um, was like tabling and I, I was hanging out with baby girl um, while she was doing that. And then we like left straight from there and went to um, our friend's baby's first birthday party. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was cool. Like they went crazy with like the decorations and like stuff they have for the kids to do. And they even had like stuff for the adults. Yeah. Um, and then yesterday. <clears throat> That's where we at. Yeah. And then, you know, Sunday was just like a chill, chill day. Went to church. I mean, like just, you know, just chilled. Um, mm-hmm. So, and we, but it was really productive. So uh, it's been a nice weekend. I'm like ramping up because I'm about to start gigging heavy. So it's just nice to kind of get this time in with the family before that kicks off. So that's dope. Bro. Yeah, man. We're, and we're I hoping for you, brother. We're hoping to travel soon, man. Like, you know, we'll like we're, you know, we're at a place now where like our daughter is, you know, getting a little older. She's 15 months now. So we're like, hey, look, she can come. Like, you know, yeah. we don't have to like be like, oh, no, we can't go this weekend or that. Nah, she can come. Mm. So interesting. Yeah. So. Interesting. I mean, LA always was, was interesting because I be feeling like sometimes people be having kids, but they be feeling like they can't go nowhere with their kids. So I get like, it. I definitely get it. I mean, like it's it's definitely an, another challenge to try to travel with kids. But like, yeah. if you get them used to traveling, then sure. you know, I think that kind of like softens it a little bit. But um, hmm. like, you know, loves okay. she's never flown anywhere or nothing like that. So I think the first time we might like do a quick flight to like maybe New York or something or Florida sure. and chill yeah. there, and then maybe like try something longer, but. Sure. Yeah. I like it, man. Well, when she gets comfortable with the flight, she can fly to Uncle Kenny's house. Yeah, man. Uncle Kenny, man. I'll send her out right there here, to man. you. You can babysit for like oh. a week or two. So um, I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and let everybody know <laughs> what I'm what I'm sipping on right now. Um, so like I said, we are having whiskey again. Shout out to Whiskey Wednesdays. This is the name of the podcast. Uh, we were We were slipping a little bit for a while, but we're back. Um, tequila. Like y'all know, yeah, we we both have moved. We had to rebuild our bars, so we're yeah. back. Um, so mm-hmm. right now, I'm actually having. Last episode, Kenny mentioned um, Uncle Nearest. I did go to the store today with the intentions of getting Uncle Nearest, but they had the biggest bottle possible out on display. And I'm sorry, Uncle Nearest and all the uncles out there, but I just I wasn't <laughs> able to um, do that, Uncle Phil. Um, <laughs> first things first. Yeah, I, I feel was you. not able to do that. Um, so yeah, I, I got. I'm, I'm sipping on some uh, wild turkey American honey, which is really, really smooth. Ooh, hey, you said on. it was wild turkey. Hold on, how, how do we? How do how do the uh, influencers do it when they show the bottle? I'm, I'm gonna let you know, bro. I've never watched an influencer do anything. <laughs> they put their hand behind the jank jank, and then like, yeah, it's still blurry. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah so um, it, it worked in the beginning. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Yeah. American Honey, uh, Wild Turkey. Um, shout out to mm. the Brotherhood. 
Shout out to the brotherhood. Understanding about that wild turkey. Um, yes. And then I also have a little bit of um, Bullet. This is yeah. a Frontier Whiskey, Bullet 95 Rye. This is just kind of like a standard um, for any whiskey drinkers. Very mm-hmm. smooth. I haven't I haven't gotten to this yet, but we'll see if I get get there tonight. But this um this American honey is actually doing the job, so I might stick to that tonight. Yeah, that sounds really good. Um, I mean, I still uh, when you told me that we weren't doing the uh, the Uncle Nearest, I um I chilled on it. I still got my Rowan's Creek. Nice. Got some of that straight rye whiskey. Mm-hmm. Pour a little ginger ale in there too. I'm, I don't feel like drinking straight right now. Yeah. Uh, just because I was to keep it real, I was drinking all weekend, so I'm not trying to do too much. But I got that, and I got me a Heineken, which. I think we might need to revisit Heineken because the flavor is really good. I, I've never been a fan of Heineken. Man, you know what? I I used to not like it. I don't know if they changed it or maybe just my palate has changed as I gotten older. Mm-hmm. I went to um, I went to a a theater show like two weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, and then I got to go to the after party for that. Um, so at the after party, they they had limited things like they had pizza. Uh, which was like a, a joke because it was a one-man show and the guy like made a lot of jokes referring to pizza as like his favorite food. Got it. Uh, so he requested pizza and then there were Heineken or uh, or like wine. And then like my girl would drink wine. I'm not, I don't drink too much wine unless yeah. like I'm drinking some of the stuff from the wineries that we've gone to. Like you can request those bottles. Yeah. So I, I drank the Heineken and I was like, you know what? This is really good. Like the the aftertaste. Yeah. Of the of the Heineken, like right after you you, I I ain't want to say it, but right after you swallow it, hard pause on that's that crazy. one for sure. That's actually really actually um, insane. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> right after you, right after. <laughs> that's right after nasty. you take it down. That's 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 sick. Hey, look! Right after you you've listen the taste after the aftertaste. Whoa. Jesus, <laughs> it's delicious, and I'm gonna stand Whoa. on that. Um, so yeah, it, it was it was good, That's man. I'm surprised. Um, <laughs> I thought it was crazy. Um, I think I think Heineken could have. Hold on, you gotta get yourself together now. You're not gonna be laughing. At me. Come on, man. Hey, look, you said it. You said all of that. <laughs> That's crazy. My bad. All right, we My back. Bad. We back. Okay. No, man. But the aftertaste is really good, and I think that um, <laughs> I think that they should experiment with like how like you got the wild turkey, like the honey, like Heineken yeah. honey. I think might be mm. might be good. You know okay. what I mean? Like I think they should experiment with stuff like that. So I got that. That's my lineup right now. I'm not gonna say anything else that's suggestive. Cool. I'm gonna just go ahead and let it ride. Um, Cause I feel like it got oh Jesus. <laughs> it's just it's getting hot in here. Like some yeah. you know shout out to Nelly. hot, hot flames. You know what I mean? Yeah. You said shout out to what? To Nelly. Um, yeah, it's getting hot in her for sure. Yeah. Shout out to Nelly. Shout out to Ashanti. Um, I don't think this is a topic and Irv on our list. That's where I was about to go. That that's crazy. He is. He is it's nuts. Getting diff, it's getting different out here, bro. It was. <laughs> it's getting very different out here, man. And oh I think what's God. crazy about that is like, first of all, we're definitely the last of a dying breed. Mm-hmm. Yes, but at the same time, I thought he was from the breed before our breed. You know what yeah, I mean? I thought nah. he was a part of the generation that raised us because, like, you know, like my people know his people and everything like that. So I thought, yeah, yeah, that was. I'm gonna I'm blame it on the alcohol, no Jamie Foxx, bro. Yeah, like, I think that 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 uh, that show is very dangerous for getting people nice and loosened up and like. Talking you gotta be prepared like for that, that yeah. man. I think the person who I've seen going on drink champs and handle it the best. Was Big Sean? Big Sean was was great. But he looks like he sips, uh, and he he is able to hold it. 
Yeah, he he's like he was able to hold it. And he and he's like very into like natural things and like holistic stuff. Like he was talking about. He, he asked him at one point. He was like, "Yo, let me ask you something. Do y'all do this every week?" <laughs> and he was like, "Man, y'all gotta make sure y'all take care of yourselves." So that was like cool to hear. But Irv went crazy. Don't ever, ever, ever. He gonna he gonna walk that back. He has to, bro. I don't think so. I mean, it's already out there. What is he gonna say? Never mind. No, I was, can, I was gonna, joking. No, 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 no. You don't gotta do, uh, apologize. Just apologize. Yeah, yeah, I can see an apology Apo- happening. Apologize. You have to, bro. Yeah. You can't be outside like that, bro. Yeah. No man should be outside like that. That was bro. tacky. That was pretty tacky. It's, it was nasty, man. Yeah, don't mention even if that was. You know what was crazy about all that, bro? Is he the way he was talking about Ashanti, about being in love with her, and being hurt by her dating somebody else. Mm-hmm. And that entire time, this man was married to somebody else. That's nasty work. They're not married anymore, right? I don't know. Okay. So I'm just like... Who's nasty here, him or Ashanti or both? Man. Because she knew that he was married. I, well, well, you could, you could, in theory, you could say both in the beginning, but she went on to date someone else who wasn't married and kind of left them alone. So I mean, I guess at the end of the day, the, she pers- corrected the person herself. who is married doing the activity is in the wrong. Like, First. Yeah. yeah. I mean, anybody First. on the outside yeah. of your, your union is not responsible yeah. for keeping that loyalty. Yeah, the, um, the nasty levels. We got we to gotta measure the nasty levels. That's also a potential name for this episode. Nasty, nasty levels. levels, yeah. What's, hurt, what's your nasty level? Like, were you, you know? Yeah, that that was definitely level level 100 of the, nasty. Off the Richter. yeah. You know, like, his power level was way over 9,000. Like, it was, it was yeah. way over there. Um, uh, yeah, but I think he got a little drunk and he didn't know how to handle it, bro. Um, <laughs> that was crazy. Hey, gentlemen, don't and ladies, don't be out here like that, man. Don't no. don't. We all learn things from our previous relationships, but don't be nasty. Don't be messy out here, man. Don't don't. But nobody. It asked. don't matter. Nobody asked. Nobody asked. Nobody asked. And it don't it don't matter how how bad somebody might do you in a relationship. Never go somewhere else and talk bad about somebody. Yeah, that's not because honorable. For what? You don't have to. You can talk about the lessons you learned. Never talk bad about somebody else publicly. There's no need. There's no need. Yeah. You can you can because people will get the picture regardless. You yeah. know what I mean? You ain't gotta you ain't gotta do that. You you look like what Dame Dash say when he was up there? You look like a chatty patty. Chatty patty, that's it. Don't be a chatty patty, man. But it's a lot of men out here who are they're they're conforming to to the environment of like these guys, these podcast guys, and I'm definitely not talking about us because I, I ain't never been a sucker. You not no sucker. No. Who are you know? You got these scrubs who get mics in front of them, so now they just saying very nasty things, <laughs> and then taping it and then posting it on social media, and then they're acting like this is law. Yeah. Don't be out here being nasty. I don't care how you felt. Do not talk bad about that girl in public, ladies. You don't have to do it. Don't do it. It don't matter. Yeah. It never works in your favor to talk bad about somebody else. A lot of times, people will, people will, be in a relationship, get out of a relationship, be bitter, and then if, especially if they were in the wrong, they're gonna do their best to make you look bad or make the other person that they were dating look bad to everyone else. Because if they can't oh, yeah. control yeah. you, they want to control the narrative, right? Mm-hmm. Don't be that person. It's nasty. It's filthy. It's diabolical. <laughs> Yeah. Don't do it, man. I you mean, will look better in the end when you don't do it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Just wish him the best. That, that's, I, was about to, I was about to say the same thing. Wish him the best. Yeah, you know, it was lesson learned. Mm-hmm. And, 
not le- not even lesson learned because that has a, a negative uh, connotation to it. But like, uh, and if you don't want it to have that type of connotation, you know, you don't want to say something like that. But like, you know, yeah. look, at, you know, I, um, I, yeah, you can say I learned a lot in the relationship, and you know, 100%. the place the place that I am now, like I'm ready to just kind of move forward and blow, like just kind of mm-hmm. keep it real neutral. Yeah. Um, let people take yeah. it the way they want to take it, but yeah, don't be nasty. Yeah, and, and, and take pride in knowing that that you were able to uh, affect someone's character in the eyes of someone else, and you didn't. It shows mm-hmm. that you're a bigger person because it can get really nasty out here. Like, don't don't do it, man. You don't have to. You know, you don't have to. Unless you're a narcissist, and then you're gonna feel like you have to. But that's a whole different conversation because at the end of the day, this is not a relationship podcast. No, no, <laughs> no, it's not. It's no, not. this is not. But uh, yeah, that was that was insane. Shout out to Drink Champs because they also had Patty Labelle, like we talked about. Yeah, Chatty Patty. That's amazing. <laughs> they had Patty Labelle, and then right after that, they had some Chatty Patties. <laughs> so like, it was just Patty, Patty, Patty in Patty. that joke. You know, Pat- where Ch- all my background singers? Chatty Patty is crazy. Where um, my background singers? All right, so look, yeah, look. <laughs> we ready? We well, ready to jump, jump in, in, man? Yeah. Um, let's get it, man. Pascal, it's just actually really crazy the way that we talk for like an hour before we get to our our topics. Hey, right? Hey, we have hey, a lot hey, of good hey, things hey. to talk about. So we do. We don't bring y'all no mess. This is what I wanted no to start. Mess. This is what I want to start. Start the conversations. <laughs> you know where I was about to go. He said, "Stop calling me Seth." <laughs> Hey, he got a girl now, too. Shout out to Andrew Caldwell, man. He been calling dudes out, too, for being nasty. The he, game is different now, bro. The yeah. game is different. He is. I want to say this. <clears throat> <laughs> he is great at being, like, a personality. Like, Absolutely. He, like, he reminds me of, like, uh, um, New York from, like, Flavor of Love. Like, like mm-hmm. okay. they know how to, like, sell themselves you know and, his lane. Yeah, like he blew up on social media. I know that he's mm-hmm. on like a t- uh, TV show now. And like I could definitely see him having his own like reality show, bringing that type of yeah. approach back where like searching for love or like real chance yeah. of love or flavor of whatever the case, you know. Didn't Ray J have one of those two or something like that, I think? Yeah, Ray J had and, one. Um, yeah, I could see him doing something like that and like just being a clown, like just funny because it, it mm-hmm. is like it's funny. Um, yeah. But yeah, women, women, women. Women's um, like I think he. Have you ever watched Billy on the Street? Um, that's to do that. He 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 was on like a talk show, right? Like he had like a segment on a talk show. I think he was on. Yeah, I think he was he on the Wendy Williams show. Uh, let me see if I can look at the word. Last like he was on Andy Cohen. Last last call with Carson Daly. Yeah, okay. Wendy Williams, yeah. Fashion Police. Yeah, but he was on something else too. Like he was on a, a show. I feel like he's on social media. Parks and Recreation. He was on Parks and Recreation. Okay. Okay. Um. But he's he's hilarious, and he like walks down the streets. I think he's in New York, and he sometimes he has actors with him, sometimes he doesn't, mm-hmm. and he just comes up with these outrageous like games, yeah. to ask like to talk to people on the street about. I could see Andrew Caldwell doing something like that. Yeah, yeah, you know, like it's just a perfect a balance of being funny and and being outrageous at the same time. And but sometimes it's scary because I feel like he'd be serious. Nah, yeah, he committed, bro. Yeah, that's serious. I mean, he's if he's serious, committed. that's scary. Um, but look, okay, so this is okay. something I'm excited about. Um, no. So the weekend announced that he has After Hours Nightmare, a Universal Studios Halloween horror horror nights um, on select nights September through October, and 
I'm assuming that is this like some type of like film, like an official like film that he's done through Universal Studios or that's what I, that's what I thought. And I'm assuming that like is he he using is he using the music from After Hours as he should. Yeah, I mean, bro, I'm, I'm I'm pretty excited about it. I feel like just based off of his his music videos, for him to do like an official film, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. He's also acting now too. Like he's uh he has something coming out. He just posted on his story. Let me see if I can find it. I mean, he reacted in his um, music videos. It definitely is like yeah, for sure. the direction of Michael Jackson when it comes to music video quality, um, and having the ability to act. I mean, we we know mm-hmm. that Mike could act. You know, he did the Wiz and stuff like that. Like. So it's yeah. kind of cool to see that we can get in that bag. He has something coming out on HBO called The Idol. Okay. Um, what is The Idol? The sleaziest love story in all of Hollywood coming soon on HBO and HBO Max. It's The Weeknd and who is this lady? Is it like Randy Jackson and Lily Rose Depp? Randy Jackson and Paul Abdul. <laughs> nah, Randy said he said it's a no for me, dog. <laughs> Have you seen Randy lately? Uh yeah, he's he's skinnier than me. Yeah. <laughs> he been he been running, man. He been running. Yeah, yeah, Randy. He said it was something like he said he went to the doctor or something, and they told him he had to get healthy, and he got he got right to it. I mean, sometimes sometimes that that's all you need to hear. That's all you take, man. Yeah, yeah that's all it takes. Shout out to Randy. Um, shout out to Paula. Um, shout out to Simon. Yeah, and Fantasia. And uh, definitely shout out to Fantasia. And the weekend. Um, but yeah, we're gonna talk about it to the weekend. Uh, shout out to Abel, man. Like, listen, while everybody else is out here trying to conform and and and. And everybody's always trying to fake and, and act like they're doing better than they are and, and just being very disingenuous, is that the word? Mm-hmm. With just literally everything pertaining to, to music in their career. The Weeknd is out here just growing and exploring. And this is a Weekend Stand podcast. Yeah. It's official, man. Yeah. Like, cause just, it's just staying true to your vision and continuing to learn and, and, and just expand on things, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, you know how, how I am as far as like, it doesn't matter how and, and I mean I guess if I have any any fans that listen to the podcast, y'all know that I don't just do music. Like I'll do, like I'll try to get my vision out through like the music videos or, or I've done like short film stuff and stuff like that. It's always just been about how to get your message across. It doesn't matter what form of art it is. And I just feel like the weekend is doing kind of very similar stuff, man. Of course on a grander scale. Um, I just I just I love that man. Like he just consistently growing. He's not concerned about what everybody else is doing. Like people are out here like. They're fighting and, and beefing and, and doing all this weird stuff over scraps, and the weekend is just top tier. You yeah. know what I mean? It, he's literally at the top of the game, man, and, and people keep trying to ignore it just because the Grammys tried to ignore it, yeah. but he's still getting his stuff off. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's excellent to see, man. I love it, man. I'm a fan of Abel, man. Shout out to Abel. Yeah, shout out to Abel. He is Abel. He is Abel. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's no doubt about it. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I think the weekend was actually recently here too. Um, I'm actually kind of mad that I missed missed that. Oh man. Um, yeah, he's selling out football stadiums. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to go see that joint, man. I saw the video where his security guard was vibing. You saw that joint? Yeah. The security guard yeah, was singing yeah. it. That has to be an amazing feeling to see that as an artist. Like somebody just, oh man, I just moved my desk with my foot. Um, sorry, Pasquale. But it has to be an amazing <laughs> feeling <laughs> to see fans just. It's in a spirit like that. Mm-hmm. Like you supposed to be securing. You securing. Yeah. And he's still vibing to the beat, man. That's that's beautiful stuff, man. Shout out to the weekend. Shout out to that security guard. Yeah. Um and shout out to um Flaming Hot Flames. Flaming Hot Flames and Randy Jackson. Um, oh we got it. <laughs> <laughs> um so <laughs> I'm dead, man. Shout out to Randy Jackson. I wanted to bring this up too while we're on um Randy Jackson. Just shout outs. 
Nah. Okay. Shout Who else want to shout out, man? Jesse Smollett. Um, <laughs> why? Why can't? Why? I, didn't, I haven't even had a chance to introduce. <laughs> First of all, it's Juicy Smollett. Juicy Smollett, my fault. Juicy Smollett. <laughs> celebrates having the number one R&B soul song on iTunes. So shout out to Juicy Smollett for for that. I feel like he's back. I feel like he's back and better. I feel like he's he's the real king of R&B. Oh, Jesus And I feel like um, Ray J and Bobby Valentino. Oh, man. Ray J would be the king of R&B if he wasn't holding his son when he was singing. (laughs) And he told y'all that. Y'all wasn't accepting that. Until our baby's born. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, yeah, no. Shout out to Jesse Smollett or Smollett. I don't know. Shout out to Journey Journey Smollett, man. She's a great actress. She is top tier. Um, Juicy had the number one record. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm, I'm not doing this, bro, because the whiskey almost got me. No, proceed. No, no, I, I really. So the name, the name of the song is "Some Things," mm-hmm. and I haven't heard it, but I'm going to listen to it because it's the number one. It's number the number one uh, song. It's the number one song. I, you know, so let's let's talk about this for a little bit. Talk about this for a little bit. So it's number one, number one R and B soul song on iTunes. So like when they Still? do this, um, so yeah, when they do this, they track it by like number of streams, right? It's a, a certain uh, amount of time that has to go by for it to become number one. Yeah. And you know, I um, actually want I want to get the Pie Squad's feedback on this. So mm-hmm. there's been a lot of R and B that came out around this time, right? Um, like Giveon's album came out. Um, I, I know it's a oh, little. This is a wide window. We talking. Yeah, and, and that's fine. And that might also be a factor. Um, I know that Chris Brown not long ago. He it was a minute ago. He he also dropped an, an album that was. I would definitely yeah. say you know mainly, at least a month ago. Yeah, R and B soul. So I'm wondering, you know, when they determine this, is it like one day, like the the release date? Is it like seven within seven days? Um, so these details are mm-hmm. are important. Um, yeah. But do, Pod Squad, do you guys feel like it's the name that's kind of pulling people to listen to the music? Is it something that he might have done on social media? Is the song really just that good? Um, because, you know, sometimes people do things in the media to kind of pull your attention. And then they, like, strategically decide to release something so that they can get their numbers up and, like, reap the benefits um, from mm-hmm. a business standpoint. <clears throat> At the end of the day, it's not wrong and it's not not smart either. But like, I'm just curious. I want to hear y'all's thoughts. What do y'all feel? What do y'all think? Why is this song number one? Let us know. I think I think the the key thing because I'm sure if we uh, no disrespect to Jesse, I'm pretty sure if we check right now that joint would not be number one. I think um, marketing is so important, especially in today's society. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm gonna check right now while you're talking to. So. I mean, I'll put money on it. How much you want to put on it? I'll put money on it. I don't want, I don't want to because I, okay, I don't bet cool. on Jesse Smollett. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't on nah, that. but I, honestly, what I, what I thought happened, and this ain't no disrespect to him, like I said, because I, I love, I love um, uh, Journey Smollett. Um, How are you going to bring her back in? <laughs> <laughs> I love Journey Smollett. <laughs> now, I like actress. him too, man. I used to watch Empire, man. I enjoyed that show. No, I wish it didn't good. get canceled. Star was my favorite out of the two, but I enjoyed Empire. Um... I think um, when you when you have a certain amount of you know like when you know you have thousands and thousands of followers and you can check the analytics and you can see like you can check your engagement and see how many people 
engage with your posts and things like that, especially the one specifically about your music and stuff like that. I think what they did was he knew that when he dropped the record, you, first of all, hundreds of songs go live every day, right? Mm-hmm. So there could have been 100 R&B songs that went live that day, but most there aren't that many popular artists in the world, especially R&B ones, right? So I think he knew and his team, they knew that there was no one else prominent dropping that day. So him being the public figure that he is, if he drops music that day, and then he gets just even a, a percentage of his fans to stream it or to buy it um, at one particular time, he knew that he would be number one for, it doesn't matter how long, it could have been for one hour that he was the number one song, but it doesn't matter, he was still number one. Yeah. So I think that's what they did. I think they calculated when he was gonna go number one because they knew nothing else was really going on that day. Or, or they just knew that he had the most influence over all the things that were happening that day. If no big R&B artist is dropping and he drops, cool, you're definitely gonna be number one that day because you have the larger following. Um, people wanna see what you do. Even if the people who are listening and buying it aren't necessarily your, your fans, we just followed you for the last like year and a half or two years because of his trial. So now it's like, right. all right, we wanna see, you know, is he, you know, people love to watch a train wreck, so they wanna see, is he doing well or is he doing bad? Is this song bad? So people are going to gravitate towards that. So I think his team was like, yo, let's see. Uh, let's check the analytics. This song's gonna go number one, even if it's for a brief period of time. As soon as it goes number one, that's when we're gonna drop the information that it's number one. That we're gonna make us, ourselves look good, and then hopefully that gets more people to watch it or listen to it. Um, watch him and listen to the song. And I think that's all that happens. I don't think it was number one for very long. And I, I'm, I'm no disrespect to him. I did not listen to the song. Um, I can listen to it if, if you all would like Pod Squad. It's not a, it's not a big deal to me. I think that um, um, I don't have no problems with Juicy. I or think Jesse. that I think that we might maybe we'll you know we'll play a little bit right now. Play a little bit right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. So yeah, I mean, yeah, so I'm glad, you know, that's good. So, so yeah, uh, yeah, so with it being number one, that's cool. Um, <laughs> so right now it is absolutely not number one anymore. Um, yeah, let's doesn't show you where it is? Um, I you don't see it anywhere on there? I don't see mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I don't see it. Um, but I'm sure more people have dropped something. And I think, honestly, I think the whole number one thing is, the only time that I feel like something being number one uh, is more solidified is in movies. I think the number one spot in, in music changes all the time because people are dropping music all the time and people have people, um, businesses behind them putting money up to you know to push the advertising and stuff like that. That's why I keep saying it's not of, of no disrespect to him. Yeah. I just think he had the money that day and he was the more popular person that way. But there are way more um, artists with access to putting their music on 
on those like platforms via like aggregators like DistroKid and United Madison right. and stuff like that than there are of independent film producers being able to hit the box office and be you know what I mean so shout out to him for being number one yeah um when it was um and shout out to him just jumping back in into something that he loves because obviously he loves music he's a good singer yeah uh, the, the singing and the music that he did on um Empire on Empire was cool and yeah. I listened to some of his music before that I loved his style um, I know that trial threw off a lot of things for him, man, and I really hope he could just bounce back, man, because it was a weird time when that happened, man. I yeah. felt like that was a downfall, too. Empire um, honestly was a good show. Like, it was. Like, I mean, I, I was in it. Like, yeah. I just, I, mm-hmm. I do feel like, unfortunately, it went downhill after uh, um, all of those unfortunate situations going on with him. Like, yeah. And I don't know. I, I do think it was him. I think he brought it all down. I think the, the issue <clears throat> with it is, like, Lee Daniels, and it was on Fox. Mm-hmm. I don't know if any black people run Fox, but like, I don't, I didn't want to have to do this, but you know how like we always talk about how black people always have to do things like uh, ten times better than mm-hmm. than other people in order for it to be accepted or to be respected and stuff like that. And I just feel like it was fortunate that Lee Daniels and I thought he earned his spot at Fox, but I just feel like anytime there are black people in a place of like success like that, there someone is always looking for a reason to take you down. Not this thing, Jesse provided. The network yeah. with the reason to pull Lee Daniels. You know what I mean? They couldn't deny Lee Daniels before that, like his work. He was doing great things, and then he was able to get pulled two shows off. Right. So it's like, all right. And these shows were great. I was watching both at the exact same time, but I just felt like once they found something that they could use against him, they did. And yeah. they was like, oh, this is crazy. Pull both shows. You know what I mean? So it's unfortunate. Shout out to Lee Daniels. Shout yeah. out to. Everybody involved, Terrence Howard, uh, Taraji, yeah. even Jesse. What's the other dude name? What's a uh, drip drop name? Uh, Bryce, it's like Bryce. It's, it's start with a B, I think. Bryson. Bryson. It's Bryson absolutely Tiller. not Bryson Tiller. Okay. But I absolutely hope that everyone is doing well, man. And I, I think um, my favorite character character from Empire was the brother Andre. Uh, I thought you liked he was a Andre? Actor. I did, man. I thought he was a. He gave off classically trained actor vibes when I watched him. I can see that. I think he's really good. I would love to see him in <clears throat> something as the lead. Jesse was actually my so, favorite character on the show. I feel like Jesse Smulier. I feel like he made the show, especially in the in the, the beginning yeah. the beginning seasons. Yeah. Um, the show went a little left, like then, like you know, with the whole wasn't Chris Rock on the show or something like that, and like then um, his Maybe daughter. So at some point. Yeah, his daughter. Uh, she's an actress too, Bri- mm-hmm. little Bree, I think. In so in actors and actress actresses. Sorry that we don't know y'all's names. Like, no disrespect. No disrespect at all. Um, yeah, because she actually became, she was actually a, a lead character on All American too. I can't I just can't remember her name. Oh, but, it's um, like uh, the, the rapper. Yeah, that's Chris Rock's daughter. I, I think on the show. Oh, on the show, boy. Yeah, no, no, on the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, on the show. Yeah, um, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, like, you know, it's like Bree. Is it Breezy? Yeah, Breezy or something like that. Like, yeah, like yeah. Chris Brown. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but nah, she was cool too. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think it went a little left when like it started to be kind of becoming about her like competing and like, you know, Terrence Howard wanting to like pay more attention to her and like he's kind of feeling You want to know when it went left? When Terrence stepped out with them dreadlocks. That's when it was over for me. When he stepped out with the Makai Five for Eight Mile dreadlocks. Mm-hmm. I knew the time was, I knew the clock had ticked it last time. You know what? I'm actually really glad that you brought that up. 
because one of our the clock ticked its last top. I can't even get it out. The clock ticked its last top. Tick tock, tick tickety top. I'm really glad you brought that topic. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. That's your man's dreads. You let your man get a lace front. That's crazy. You let your man go get a weave. Where's Andrew Caldwell when you need him? Hey, look. I need to know what Andrew Caldwell has to say about Jimmy Butler's weave. As long as long as as long as he comes to you know shows up this season, he he can have whatever he wants on his head. That's insane. Do you think that? <laughs> <laughs> do you think that because he has so much hair now that he is either going to have to wear it out like Nene used to do? Remember Nene used to do in D.C. Or, or is he gonna have to wear a shower cap bonnet on the court? That's is he wearing a bonnet on the that court? That question is sick. <laughs> Bringing Nene back up into the conversation. <laughs> Nene sick. was a dog, man. Um, and then also saying, is he going to wear a shower cap like Big Worm? Is he going to wear a bonnet on the court? Oh. Because he has a lot of hair now. It's, it's flowing down his back. It's going to be swaying from side to side when he runs to get back on defense. Okay? Yeah. He's going to poke somebody's eye out when he goes up for that dunk, okay? Hey, look, for the record, that was his hair. Everybody, that was his hair. His what was hair, his hair? That was his hair. He bought it. That's it. <laughs> he bought it. Now nah, look when you when you lock. That's you what the shorties say. When you lock it up, it 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 makes it longer. Like he already had long hair. Bro, what are you it. doing? He locked. What are you doing? I'm defending. I'm defending. I'm defending my small forward. <laughs> you were tweaking. He locked. He got him locked up, and it extends your hair out. That's his hair. I don't want to. I don't care. Nobody else has to say about it. That's it. Like I said, he paid for it. Did you ever think that you would need to defend a man's hair? He paid for it. In your lifetime, did you ever think that you would need to defend a man's hair? Uh, nah, but I, I feel like as, as a man, there's a butt. It's a big topic of discussion right now. I need, I need everybody to relax and understand that it's real. <laughs> oh, it's real. Uh, it just might not have come from a human. So what, this man walking around with hair, with excuse me, horse hair on his what head. Would, what would convince him to do something like that? Why? He's a wild boy. Okay, yeah. And so he wanted wild animal hair. Your man down there in Miami, in my yayo. My yayo. In my yayo. Will weave in his hair. Mm. You think he went to the Dominicans? I don't know who he went to, but whoever he went to, they should have had a discussion <laughs> about it. He didn't go to Supercuts. No, hey, Ain't no way. Hey, look, the one thing's for sure, them dress were fresh. So whoever did them, they did them right. Jesus Christ. He had a little color tint to him, right? Yeah, he, he dipped them like, dip in bleach. He bleached the tips. Hey, hey bro. Nah. Nah, 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 nah. We not doing this. <laughs> no, 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 no. Nah, no. come on, man. The dreads are fresh, man. Come on, man. Don't, don't, don't do that to Jimmy. I just want to know, do you think that he went to the Dominicans who come, who like, they do hair and they also sell empanadas? <sighs> I'm going to be honest. The, I don't know. But I, the, <laughs> the hairstyle choices of Jimmy have not been the best in general. They haven't been the best. The high top fade probably was not his best look. Everybody can't wear it. Then he went to the then he went to the <sighs> the 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 cornrows on the top. Everybody can't wear it. With the with the little baby bun in the back. Baby bun the little <laughs> the little poop. <laughs> <laughs> the little poop in the back. Uh the little nub. And then Yeah, the nugget on the back of his head. Everybody can't wear it. No, he couldn't wear it. Now he went to locks and everybody with weave, um, allegedly, and everybody can't wear it. You said Jim Man dipped his locks. He dipped them in bleach, man. He got them. He got the tips bleached. 
That's insane. It's fresh. You do it. You got enough hair. I'm you good. do it. What happened? I'm good. You don't want it to. Because now you got the cap on. Is that an adjustable cap? You nah. can put the ponytail through the nah. adjustable flap. There's actually no chance. Put the. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean, look, like I said, everybody. You can put the ponytail through the adjustable flap, and then we can see it. And every time you turn your head, you, you flap the ponytail. Yeah. It's flapping in the wind. <laughs> everybody hey, can't. Do it. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Your man out here. With, with the, the flaming hot, with the flaming hot, with the flaming hot locks, flaming hot faux locks from the Dominicans, and it came with a free empanada. Wait, do the Dominicans really like they lock up hair now? Are they locking hey, listen, hair? All I know is I used to when I lived in Brooklyn, I used to go with my cousins and my aunts to the hair salon while they got their hair done. We'd be in there all day. When I would stay because. The mom to the Dominican family used to live upstairs, and you should come down with these freshly made empanadas. Okay. Okay. And they were like it authentic. was chicken I'm sure, empanada. I'm sure they were good. They were like authentic. They was yeah. It was Hella to this day. Them. It's the greatest empanada I've ever tasted, and I need to figure out if that salon's still there. Got it. So I'm just assuming that if, if you're gonna do it, Jimmy, at least get a good meal out of it. Yeah. I'm assuming he went to the, 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 lady, <laughs> the Dominicans the lady in Brooklyn. There. Okay. And Mom Dukes came down with the empanadas, mm -hmm. with the chicken, the shredded chicken, that and the peas great. in it. <clears throat> And he partook because I can't find any other reason for a grown man to walk around with some weave in his head. Mm -hmm. Unless it's a character in the show that he playing. But you know what? More respect to Jimmy. Shout out to the Heat. Yeah. Um, shout out to... Mekhi Pfeiffer. And shout Mekhi out to... Mekhi Pfeiffer. And yeah. shout out to Shamar Moore for the braids he had mm -hmm. in uh, the Tyler Perry movie. Yep. Um, yep. Gotta shout him out. Yeah. And shout out to Juicy Smoulier, man. We gonna take it. Number one. Number one. <laughs> So <laughs> the way, the way, the way you pulled, you pulled him all the way back in, and, and then we definitely can't forget Randy Jackson. <laughs> Randy Jackson. <laughs> hey, Randy Jackson man, definitely took a shout out. Um, so all of and Fantasia. So everybody, everybody that we've everybody that we've discussed everybody, tonight. Shout out to everyone that we've mentioned yeah, thus far because yeah, you are sure. all beautiful. Shout people. out to y'all. Um, hey, listen, we just be cracking jokes, but we love all these black people, man. Yeah. We just want y'all to know that, For man. Sure. We love these black people. We love the culture. We and love the dreads. entertainment. And we absolutely, I don't love them dreads, but I'm not <laughs> saying that, bro. Because you said he dipped them joints in it like they was uh, cheese. You know how like he'd be dripping it, dipping in the cheese? <laughs> like he dipped, it was like as a nacho, he dipped it in cheese? Nah, bro, we not doing that, man. Yo, all right, like, hold hey, on. <laughs> hey, Jimmy, you out of line. Yo, I don't Jimmy know is out of line. I don't know what's going on with this episode today, but like. <laughs> the, the topics that we have. You hit you hit a siren? Yeah. I'm just they gonna, coming for Jimmy right now. Oh, man. Man, look. Jimmy, just have him cut by the time the season starts. Um, Jesus Christ. Now, it's going to hold him down. You know he got it. They coming to get you, Jimmy. Yeah, nah. Come on, Jimmy. This is staying in the episode. Yeah, take him out. Take him out. Um, I think they'll be old by the time. and yeah. They're going to um, be stale? Yeah. It'll be time to take him out. Oh, so, man. um we're gonna keep things rolling with. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's kind of a nonsense, flaming hot type of type of uh, episode. <laughs> this is a flaming hot episode. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, Chris Brown having people pay. <laughs> like, what's up with these topics? Like, how do we? This wasn't Yo, planned. Uh, wait, tell the people what you're talking about. So, for those of you um, watching on YouTube, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm Show you the picture that I have. Hold on. Uh, did it go away? Okay. Hold on. I'm, I gotta get this. 
There you go. Um, so Chris Brown, this is he right now. I'm currently showing Chris Brown having someone sit on his lap yeah. as if they're at prom, taking pictures with him. <laughs> you got a quinceanera. Um, is Love gonna have a quinceanera? Yeah, she will. Yeah, it's lit. I'm in there. Oh yeah, we definitely in there. We in there. Hey, listen, Chris Brown out here taking these pics, man. Like. It's like, you ever seen the, the prison photo shoots you get to do with your folk? Who, like, they down for a long time? Yeah. Chris Brown is out here taking prison couple photos. And people are paying $1,000 each. That's somebody's rent money. He's, he, <laughs> I was about to say, all y'all giving up your rent money for this, man. Yeah. That about to be, that's tax refund. Mm-hmm. Hey, Stimulus. these pictures have me dead. Yeah. But the way he's able to modify the poses based on the person and yeah. every pose is perfect yeah, like it's it fits on his lap. each fan he's doing like his the lap. prom behind yeah prom behind hands clasped yeah they might be bent over a little chopper style mm-hmm. like it's the variety of poses i wonder if he had like you know like jesus you mm-hmm. know like when you go to the barbershop mm-hmm. and they got all the different cuts on the wall and you'd be like you know yeah i want a number 17. All right I wonder if he has something like that on the wall with the poses, and then the girls be like, "Oh yeah, let me get a 12. That's nasty. And that's that's them uh, twerking. That's nasty. On Chris Brown, he's making so much money. Yeah. Post the show that they already paid a boatload of money to go to, to take a picture with them. And also, mm-hmm. I don't appreciate the people making fun of the guys who are paying for this as well, because this is a lifetime experience for some people. Yeah. For you sure. may only get to see one artist. A certain artist once in your life, you may not be able to afford it. They may never come back to your city. Are you are you paying a thousand dollars to take a picture of Chris Brown? No. Okay. But some people might. Some people are. I mean, people are. I mean, that that goes for men and women. I'm trying to figure out, like, do you have a chance to have a conversation with him? Like, is it a little extra time spent? I think you got to believe in your abilities, man. If if you if I can see someone like an, an artist, a man doing it and not even taking the picture, or maybe taking the picture but doing it as an opportunity to get close to someone like Chris Brown as the generational talent that he is. Okay. To like give him a quick thirty second pitch. I'm out here in Hollywood. That's all they do out here. It's, it's elevator. Every pitch. time I turn around, somebody in the pitch meeting. You know, somebody's pitching something. So mm-hmm. it's like maybe that's a thirty second pitch with them. Maybe they do get something off like that. Maybe they do get to slide him a USB drive, or maybe they do get to give something such. Is it likely? No. Is it possible? Yes. Yeah. It's all an investment. Everything is an investment. So maybe they view it as such. But these women, 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 women. <laughs> these women's, women's getting this once in a lifetime experience to hang with him and they feel like $1,000 is, is a feasible price. I respect it. I wouldn't pay 1000 because I got to pay rent. Yeah, but. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying um, to imagine yeah. taking out a thousand dollars to go take a prom picture. Um, man, but you know what number? What, what number are you picking off the off the board? Definitely number eleven. What's what's the number eleven pose? That's like the that's like like one one's like pose down one pose down mm. like squatted with the middle finger up and like or in front of bottles <laughs> in front of bottles and the other one standing up like looking like looking like looking off or whatever like that like Word. like with the fitted tilted down. So that's, mm. yeah, that's, that's it's like that's like the bro pose, like. Mm. Yeah. I was I was thinking more of like the <clears throat> we we both squatted down with both hand with the hands clasped, mm-hmm. you know. What okay, I mean? yeah, I can see and that. Just, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that's 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 the number seventeen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Wow. 
for sure. But no, this is absolutely insane. Shout out to Chris Brown and shout out to everybody paying him to do this. Yeah, I don't get it. Because you never get to see him again. You never know. You may never get to see him again. Speaking of never getting to see anybody again. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about to get dark. I'm, no. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I can see why that would have uh, mm-hmm. felt like that. No. What I was going to say is <clears throat> if LeBron averages something something like 16 point, like eight points a game this year, he'll pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the most points in NBA history, right? Mm-hmm. So when I first moved out here, the, one of the first things I did was I got an apartment. And then mm-hmm. I checked on Lakers.com to see if I can get a season pass because I was absolutely going to buy a season pass because I want to see LeBron pass Kareem because I feel like that's going to be amazing. Yeah. So when I looked on there, the tickets have a wait list like to, to get season passes. There's literally a wait list that's out crazy. here, which is crazy because I could probably get uh, season passes to the Wizards right now. Yeah. But I'm like, all right, whatever. <clears throat> but I'm going to have to sit down and do the math to figure out when LeBron should be passing Kareem. Mm-hmm for the most points of all time. And I'm gonna to have to buy tickets to more than one game just in case. Um, because I wanna see LeBron. I haven't seen LeBron play in person, I don't think. They know I don't I think, I don't know, I have not. Because I wouldn't forget that because he's the greatest player ever. Shout out to Bill Russell though. Um, I wanna see LeBron play and I, I specifically wanna see him in that game where he passes Kareem for the, this, do you understand out of 75 years of the NBA in yeah, general? that's crazy. He's, he's going to pass with the most that, points yeah. ever. He's projected to. He only has to average 16 points a game. And the man averages like 26, 27. Yeah. So I think that's amazing. So I think um, that's going to be, first of all, being able to go watch him play will be once in a lifetime for sure. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> if I can figure it out to be able to see him pass Kareem for the most points of all time in NBA history, that's absolutely once in a lifetime. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to go see that. That's all. That's all I was gonna say. I mean, it just made me think I'm out here. I'm sure, in LA. Sure you can figure I'm in LA. LA. Yeah, about to say you're you know there. what I mean. Okay. Uh, yeah, man. So I'm, I'm gonna try to figure that out. I'm gonna do the math. Uh, we gonna get it in, man. But if I narrow it down a couple games, I'm gonna send you the dates too. So see if you can slide on that time. You already know. You already know I'm down. Um, Let's get it. What else you got on that list? So I I wanted to. Um, I kind of wanted to talk about this um, this topic because I think that it's important. I mean, we've been talking about okay. a lot of you know craziness and stuff like that. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm gonna say this artist's name. I might be saying it wrong. If, if I'm saying it wrong, correct me. If I'm saying it wrong, no, no, my fault. Fivio Foreign is that right? Is that how you say his name? Yeah, Fabio. 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 Okay. Signed to Mace for five thousand dollars and is still mm-hmm. under contract. So, um, you know, he was on a podcast, and this is where a lot of information is dropped. Um, I had to do a little bit of research on this, too. Um, and he pretty much, he kind of dropped it that way. He was like, I didn't know any better. I got, I got signed. My, you, when you get signed, typically you get a bonus. It's like kind of like, you know, sometimes when you get like a job and they'll give you a, a bonus for signing on to agree to take the job. And that mm-hmm. bonus was $5,000. Now, a lot of times when you sign a record deal, that bonus that you get, that is your budget. So you kind of have to like watch advance. what you do with that, right? That advance, right? Um, so Mace responded and was like, no, that's not necessarily like how it, how it went down. Um, mm-hmm. So my understanding of it, and, and you, I'm, I'm assuming that you probably have heard about this too, so correct me if mm-hmm. I'm misunderstanding. Um, but that $5,000 was kind of more so like a hold for him to 
um, allow Mace to more so be like the the voice for him to like get mm-hmm. the deal the way that he wanted it to be. So like mm-hmm. here, this five thousand dollars I'm putting in your pocket to hold you, and then we'll actually do the deal. And then when I get you the deal and the money is is done, uh, I'll take, take my percentage. Like I, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you owe me this money back, and so on and so forth. Uh, is that mm-hmm. your way of understanding? Yeah, man. Like I, what I what I didn't appreciate. I mean, you know how like the media spin stuff, and yeah. I think they were both <laughs> on. Um, million dollars worth of game gilly and, and right. wallow's podcast mm-hmm. um which is also another great podcast we don't have a problem with shouting out other podcasts nah, on this podcast because we're very confident in our abilities here um that's not the here nor there um it, it essentially seemed like first of all fabio acknowledged the fact that he didn't really read no contract stuff and i just really wish people would stop saying that or stop doing that because like yeah, we all we're all growing up in the same era. And we how many times do we have to see an artist hop on social media and tell us that they didn't read their contract before you decide to read your contract, yeah. or you try to find somebody who can somebody can read, yeah. dog. Like, I understand that the, the legal jargon can feel like such, but at the same time, it's not necessarily that complicated to where you can't get an understanding of this. Don't sound right. Yeah. Um. A lot of he, times, so the yeah, he basically the, he, is, uh, the more fluff, but. And, I, I get that, but at the same time, you know, that's late. It's your life. Yeah, it's your life. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's lazy to me. Like it's even, it's it's not like I'm saying you need to. You and I were sticklers. Yeah, I know. For me personally, I might sit there and, and try to read every single line mm-hmm. of this contract, and of I'll take. I've I've done it before. I'm like, yo, same. I need more time because I'm trying to read this joint. If you ain't got the money to hire a lawyer, then then you probably need to do that. You need to let your same ambition that got you to that point. Mm-hmm drive you to sit there and try to read and understand that what you don't understand try to the internet is at your disposal yep you know what i mean like you need to do everything and anything in your power to figure it out but if you can't and you got a couple of dollars and you talk on all this big stuff in your music you need to pay a lawyer to help you figure it out yeah so i'm saying that he didn't read it was also like that was a flag he's like yeah he only gave me this amount and i just feel like i don't for mace to circle back and be like first of all that's not true yeah. yeah, he he gave me I gave him five thousand, but I also gave him this, right. and I was also basically helping him. He was like the middleman. He was finding the deals for him, right? And then after he found the deal, he take his percentage. But you you gotta understand that you 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 messing with somebody character like that because then you got other younger artists who coming up and they watching that, and you never know. He Mace might be in negotiations with somebody like that. Like yo, I'm gonna help you out get your deal, and then they go on on Instagram and they see that you said he only paid you five thousand. Yeah out of a deal that included millions of dollars and they're gonna think that he's a snake. So now he's defending himself and saying, nah, he's like, he got, he said, yeah, he might've got $5,000 in his pocket, but I also covered expenses for a lot of other things. Right. And then I helped him get his deal. And then I took my percentage from that. You gotta watch yeah. what you say. And he probably didn't know all those things were happening behind the scenes. So to him, he just had $5,000 in his pocket. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, all he saw was five grand and you still took it. Yeah. Five grand might cover your rent for a couple months. He said, yeah, he said he didn't have much. So he had to. You ain't got much. It, it ain't nothing wrong with that, but you got to make sure that you get all the facts. And I just feel like yeah. it's an excuse nowadays with the um, internet and, and social media at your disposal for you to not read your contract or have somebody else read your contract that you're paying for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just, it's not a good look. Because that, that doesn't mean that even if you took the five grand from somebody, right? That don't mean that you can't. First of all, you get a copy of your contract. Yeah. That don't mean that you can't take a portion of your five grand and have somebody go back and look over it. And then maybe, even if you can't do anything right that minute, that doesn't mean that in the future you can't say, you know what? I got faith in myself that I'm going to get so big 
that I'm going to go back and I'm going to renegotiate this thing. You know what I mean? Like, find your leverage and stuff like that. But don't don't just – because then it comes off as if you're throwing somebody under the bus who helps you get on. And then yeah. that's not going to look good to somebody that you did business with. That's not going to look good to people in the future that you plan on doing business with. You got to think stuff like that through. And and I, I just don't know if he thought that through. And this ain't no disrespect to Fabio. I love Fabio. I love his music. I love how he's um, expanded his, his music um, – Especially in the wake of uh, uh, Pop Smoke's yeah. passing, because I felt like he was in Pop Smoke's like shadow for a while. So the fact that he was able to pick up the mantle for New York and, and do what he's doing, mm-hmm. I just think he just kind of slipped up with this. And I don't even think he meant it in that way. But <laughs> let that just be a lesson to other artists, man. Like at the end of the day, we all business people. Even if you wanna you wanna pretend like you're not, you're just an artist. We all out here. We just doing business deals. Everything is a business deal. It don't matter what it is. Yeah. And you got to approach it as such. You got to make sure that you're not um, unnecessarily burning any bridges with anybody. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, it's, there's always money on the table. There's always money to be had. And you got to make sure in relationships to to work with. You know what I mean? So you got to make sure that you... It's, it's back to what we were just talking about with relationships in general, like romantic ones. Right. Don't ever badmouth nobody if you don't have to. You know what I mean? It don't matter what you say behind closed door to your people if you're trying to, um, if you're trying to hip them to something. But publicly doing that to people, it never works out in your favor. It makes you look like you a chatty patty. And you don't want to be a chatty patty. You don't want to look bitter. You don't want to mess up no relationships. And I feel like stuff like that, um, I know I'm talking a lot, but I, I feel like I didn't know this was even going to kick off in my spirit like this, but it's in my yeah, spirit. It's in my, he said he like women's. Women's, women's, women's. Um, <laughs> For example, like when you see Dame Dash talk mm-hmm. about stuff, it kind of feels the same way. It's a little, it makes you feel a little icky sometimes when you talk about past dealings with people. I just feel like some stuff you can't, you can't say out loud. Or even with the Irv Gotti thing, some stuff you can't say out loud, man. Yeah. It makes you look nasty. Yeah. Because then at the same time, people might not want to do business with you. Women might not want to mess with you. Women's, you know what I mean? Because it's like the women's, women's, women's. You can't play yourself like that, man. Yeah. A, a man... What is it? Uh, I know people hate talking about this book because they feel like it's just like what arrogant men or, or crazy men read. But Robert's um, 48 Laws of Power, Robert Green 48 Laws of Power, law number four, my favorite law, always say less than necessary. I talk a lot on the pod, but that's because I'm here to help y'all <laughs> and help myself. We talking through these things together as a family, the pod squad, but always say less than necessary, man. Don't don't nobody under the bus. Mm-hmm. Don't make yourself look crazy. And then everything should be fine moving forward. Everything is business. Yeah. Don't take none of it personal. That's all I got. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Yeah. That's um, that's real. I mean, yeah. I, I think that with these contracts, and, like, this is another cool part about having this platform, being able to, like, give advice and uh, speak from yeah. experience. You definitely want to have a lawyer read over any contract that you have. These people are trained professionals um, mm-hmm. who have the knowledge to read this type of documentation yeah. and agreement. Um, and you're hiring yeah. them for it. They yeah. work for you when you do it. Exactly. Don't be afraid to, don't be greedy, man. Like yeah. you got to think long term. Don't think that you can't put up some of the money that you just got to then have somebody else look over something else for you because you're like, right. man, I don't, I don't want to, I want to do this with the money. I want to do that with the money. That's investing in your future. Right. So even if you lose fifteen hundred, or because they charging a hundred dollars an hour or something on the front end, yeah. Now you have you've acquired the knowledge, so you just paid to learn something that you can use in the future for yourself. 
Yep. Don't be afraid to do it. Scary money don't make no money. Yep. Period. Um, so I'm good on that. Another thing that I wanted to touch on, um, and it's actually two different topics about the same artist. Mm. Is it genuine? Uh, no. All right. Shout out to genuine. I just wanted shout to shout out to him. There. Um, you think genuine and Juicy Smoothie could do a song together? <laughs> I don't even know what to say. That record would be crazy. Uh, the so before I even go go to that, since she brought genuine up, um, <laughs> there is a video genuine circulating around right yeah. now. Um, would you like to talk about it? Since you brought it up, um, yeah, I'll put this joint in the group chat. Very nasty. Um, it's a video of genuine. <laughs> He's clearly on tour right now, mm-hmm. and it's him in the middle of one of his shows. And whoever, whichever audience member taped it, they said. Um, he hasn't sang one word all night. And the video is like a minute and a half long and it's genuine holding the mic out to the fans, mouthing words, just walking around stage dancing. His background <laughs> singers are singing. They're singing their hearts out, yeah. carrying it. And they said, genuine didn't sing one word all night. That's funny. He might as well have been the DJ. How you walking around like just like, just, just giving energy to the crowd just and not singing it. nothing? Not a word. You can even do that every other word me. if you wanted to. You can do the, the last word in the phrase. Sing one word. I said what? Yeah. And hold it out to the, you know, let them do it. Cut the music real quick. DJ, cut the music. what I say? And yeah. they sing it back to you. He was just walking around the stage like, like he was security. Was Securitas. Like he was security. Securitas. <laughs> Securitas. I know it's Securitas, but it's Securitas. That had me dead, man. I hope y'all find that video. And when y'all do, man, please just message us, DM us, comment on it, and let's talk about that. Because it was insanity. Hotter than the Flame of Hot Funyuns. Yeah, for sure. Um, What was your topic? Wow. Um, So it's about, I have two topics about the same artist. Uh, 50 Cent. I'm a little, I'm sorry, I'm a little disappointed. I love 50 Cent. Me too, man. I'm a little disappointed. So he has a TikTok video with, uh, you know, a a well-known TikToker. And he's just doing the TikTok dances with him and doing, and it's just. (laughs) I forgot about this. What are we? Yeah. What's the second topic? The second topic about him him is 50 Cent explains why Puffy is incapable of hearing a hit song and the reason why he punched Drake. (laughs) <laughs> um, the, to be correct the reason why uh, Diddy punched Drake right um, here's my thing on 50 right no, no, 50 no. is a master yeah. a master at keeping you interested I think that I think everything that he does is so calculated and I feel like when he does those interviews, like the one he did in the Breakfast Club, and he's talking about Diddy, he's talking about his beats, he's talking about how older executives can't make uh, hit records yeah. anymore, he's talking about all these different things, he's talking about G-Unit, those are more serious conversations, no matter how light he tries to make it feel, because he's such an, uh, he's an intellectual, because he's such a smart guy, right. it comes off so serious, I think he counters that with silly stuff, like I think that's why he consistently posts jokes and stuff on his Instagram. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's why he starts random beefs with people. I feel like that's why he's still looking for that fifty thousand dollars or whatever <laughs> it is from Tierra Marie. She ain't got it. She told him that. She Obviously, she told you she ain't got it. But I feel like he keeps he's he not even looking for that money in my opinion. I no, feel like it's that. more content. I think he just kind of mastered the concept of content, and I think he also 
doesn't stay in one space too long. Mm-hmm. So like he's like, all right, we're doing all these shows. His shows are very serious. All the power shows, the power universe. He goes and does this interview in the Breakfast Club. He's dropping knowledge. It's very serious. Let me do something silly like do a, a half half-ass version of a TikTok dance right. with, with this with this guy on TikTok because it keeps you interested and it's like, whoa, well, he's such a serious character. What is he doing doing this silly dance? But it keeps you talking about him. Um, and I also feel like someone who's catching up to him in a way as far as creating that kind of content is, is Boozy. Boozy's do, mm-hmm. starting to do the same yeah, thing. Yeah, that's good. That's a good comparison. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're, they have a hand on creating content. And the funny thing about it is these are older guys. Yeah. They're not like teenagers or early teens. Like, yeah. 50 has to be like in his late 40s pushing 50 and probably the same for boozy you know what i mean so yeah. they're they have the the skill um as as business-minded people to turn the things that we deem as comedy or content into right. money and i just feel like it's like they're advertising themselves without spending money. That's yeah so like. my so when i i introduced it i i said that i was a little disappointed and for me, I feel like 50 Cent has moved into another lane, like not lane, but like another another level for us. Um, and, you know, yeah, he has he has ex- excelled just being an artist. Now he's a writer, director, um, constantly creating different TV shows, um, executive producing, different things like that. Like he. He's a boss, right? Like, and I, I think that, like, mm. for him to, like, jump on social media and be doing this, like, it's one thing to be having fun, but then I'm, like, is he, like, is he compromising his name, like, in his mm. status? And, like, is he lowering where he he should be and where we, where we see him as? But when you look you at it so? from, like, a different angle, it's, like, no, mm. he's not, but he's, like, he's having fun. You know what I mean? Like, he's mm. doing things that, like, that are trendy right now and he's just like kind of just doing whatever he wants to do kind of reminded me of when drake was uh he did at his concert he sang with the with nsync or no it was the backstreet boys backstreet boys yeah yeah and this is like he was just having fun like he just he's doing whatever he feels like doing like he's already Mm -hmm. reached a certain level in his career Mm -hmm. and i i feel like that is the level that we all should strive for like you know what i mean like work hard do your thing build your name and then when you get to a point, like, just do what you feel like doing, like, unapologetically, like, just have fun with it. Because what's the point of, you know, working that hard and getting yourself to a certain level like that if everything's going to be mm-hmm. extra serious and you can't, like, you know, just do whatever you feel in the moment. So I kind of look at it as that um, he probably was mm-hmm. like, yeah, he was probably was at, at some some location where a TikTok influencer was around and they worked it out. I doubt that it was, this was something that was like scheduled or like worked out in that way it probably just kind mm-hmm. of was like spur of the moment and um we're talking about it so yeah yeah i think it did whatever exactly what he wanted to do and i think he's so solidified in his position as somebody respected in that place and then also um 50 cent doing a tiktok dance is not like jay-z doing a tiktok dance because jay-z doesn't venture outside of that space Mm -hmm. because 50 cent throughout the history of his career has ventured outside of the space of just being serious he's like beefing with people but he does comedy shows like 50 cent had a sketch show at one point yeah that didn't last very long you know so he's he's willing to do like i think he when he was beefing with rick ross he had like a pippin curly where he was like creating characters and stuff like that and so because he's willing to venture outside like that it's not far-fetched for him to do something like this but he's still 
very respected in his space that it doesn't take away from who he is. Yeah. Until you, you know, you, you start to understand different aspects of him and then but you don't think any less of him. Right. So I, that's all I got for that. I think I think it's it's cool and I don't, I don't even think that video really did any any real traction for it. I feel like it came and went cuz everybody was like, yeah. I think at the same time because everybody knows who he is and how smart he is, it's like, all right, yeah, we know this is just 50 doing what he does. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just kind of Shout out to 50 Cent. Yeah, shout out to him. For me, it's just kind of one of those things that falls in the same category as like for white. But I, you know, I wonder I do I wonder we 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 listed a few possibilities as to why he could have he could be doing it. Um, yeah. But I'm just kind of like, you know, it's falling in the same boat for me as, like, Chris Brown taking prom pictures and stuff like that. Like, why are we doing this? Like, are you trying to gain something or are you just kind of just doing something because you feel like doing it and you can? Why are we um, doing this? So. Why are we doing this has me dead? Why are we doing this? Yeah, like, why are you putting fake dreads in your hair? Like, why? Jimmy, why are we doing this? Why? What movie was that? The Notebook? When he was like, what do you want? Yeah, what do you want? You got to say it in the same. What do you want? She said, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, what do you want? Yeah. Why are we doing this? Yeah. Very direct. <laughs> why, why is this happening? You know what I mean? Why like, was he dipping dipping his, his faux lives in the, the cheddar cheese? He dipped the chips. Dipped the tips he of the chips. dipped the tips of the horse hairs. He had too much dip on his chip. He had way too much dip on his goddamn chip. <laughs> Talk about some damn... <laughs> dipping it in some uh nah Jimmy this is different bro. Yeah, this is definitely uh, just, this have, is just, different. Have, just have a right have it right by the season. Have it right by the season. Hey, man. Cuz we got work I feel to like do. It's going to be a great season. I can't wait for the season to start. Maybe yeah, we got work to do. And speaking of basketball briefly, my Las Vegas Aces are number 1 in the, in the, uh, I think they're number 1 in the league. They're definitely number 1 in the Western Conference. Um so uh hopefully they can get the chip this year. And uh, I know you sang at the game. I did, they yeah. Played I the Mystics yeah, and they yeah. actually lost that game, and I yeah. didn't think they were going to lose. Me either, yeah. It was good. Actually, uh, I, I will say that was my first uh, WNBA game, and it was good. It was exciting. There was a super fan mm-hmm. that we were sitting there. Um, he knew everybody by first name, including the referees for the Mystics. He, not he, he knew the like, referees. He was like, Sharon, Sharon, that was a terrible call, Sharon. <laughs> and the referee like looked over at him like he knew everybody by first name. Yeah, um, he a super fan. Yeah, super fan, man. So you gotta super have a super fan. Uh, everybody, I'm, I'm glad fan. you. Uh, did you enjoy it? I did. I was not able to stay the whole game. Um, so he didn't enjoy it. I did. No, no, no. I did. If I, I was. If you're able to leave mid game, why, why you had to leave? You had another. You had to fly out to another show. No, no. Nah, nah, we we had to get back home. We had a couple of things we had to take care of. Le- legit. Like I, I would have, I would have stayed the whole time. Um, For sure. It was a good well, time. It was. It was a good time. Pox Squad, if you've been with us for a, quite a while, especially since season one, I've been trying to get Brandon to uh, just show some love to the WNBA. Yeah. Uh, not that he disrespects him or anything like that, but he just he doesn't actively watch it like I do. I mean, and how cool so, is it that my first not my no actually my first game I I, I watched you had me watch. Um, mm-hmm. But how cool yeah. was it that like one of, one of the few first games that I have seen was in person, mm-hmm. and I got to mm-hmm. see your you know your team my play. Team. Yeah, it was, it was cool. You saw? Did you see my squad cooking though? Did you see Asia Wilson cooking? Yeah, they are. They are really good. They're all. Like, They're really good. Yeah, I just I think Asia that Wilson might get MVP again. I could yeah I could definitely see it. She was balling. I think that yes. um, I don't have a team. I don't have like a favorite player. Sure. I haven't not been following them. So I think that if I did mm-hmm. have that, I could definitely get into it. Sure. And there, there are rumors of the the NBA actually expanding. I mean, either bringing back Seattle and and opening a, starting up a team in Vegas. 
uh, okay. like in the next like decade or something like that. I'm excited about that. Um, you know, like. I heard that. Dang, yeah. like it's not a long street. Uh, I live on an artery, y'all. So sometimes it it gets a little busy out here. Get a little clogged. It get a little it's a little loud, man. I'm I'm also in California where there are absolutely uh, biker clubs everywhere. Got it. Uh, it's looking like Sons of Anarchy out yeah. here. Yeah. Um, biker boys. Shout out to them though. Shout out to biker it's, boys too. It's a classic. <laughs> shout, <laughs> shout out to biker boys. Shout out to what's my man name? Um, they play Antoine Fisher. Uh, I'm still standing. I'm still strong. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Derek Luke. Shout out to Derek Luke. Biker man. Boys was a classic. The classic, it's a classic so, movie. Yeah. Um, what's the other who in there? Lawrence Fishburne. Um, did you know that Lawrence Fishburne is one of the only other men, black men, to play Othello on uh, on Broadway, other than I think Paul Robeson. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. You know Paul Robeson is one of my favorite people, and he's my favorite alpha. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, Lawrence Fishburne has done it. Um, yeah, shout out to Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, and shout out to Jesse Smollier. Shout out to – who else we shouting out, man? This is a shout out episode, but we shouting everybody out. Oh, my God. Uh, shout out to Juicy Smile. Shout out to Andrew Caldwell. For sure. Who else was we shouting out before? Um Fabio and shout out to um, Randy Jackson. Randy Jackson. Always shout out to Randy Jackson for sure. Shout out to Randy Jackson. Um, it's a no for me, dog. Yeah. We should get that on a t shirt. You got any other topics? Uh, no, that's all I got. Um, honestly, that I wanted, I really wanted to get to. Um, got it. Yeah. I, I'm not really sure that this is something that's like a big deal, that like as far as like our, our podcast, but I do want to mention it just because I'm a really big fan of this show. Um, mm-hmm. But Angela Yee of The Breakfast Club recently announced that she'll be leaving. I'm a huge Breakfast Club fan. Um, so <laughs> I wanted to bring – I'm like, I don't necessarily know how important it is to what we're talking about here. But mm-hmm. it is important because um, The Breakfast Club, they have, um, like, many years of, like, just kind of, like, building the culture. They've had, like, some memorable moments that we've all talked about, like mm-hmm. the Birdman moment, Ray J calling up – uh, and, you know, and, and talking about his situation <laughs> about fabulous. Yeah, um, man, that's one of the greatest. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, they have. I mean, uh, Soldier Boys, Drake, Drake. I mean, there's been some historic moments that we'll never forget. So, Angela Yee, actually, she's gonna be leaving and starting her own uh, morning show. So, I'm interested to see mm-hmm. where the show goes from there. But um, just as far as music and just moments that are memorable. In the culture. The culture. Applause right here. Yeah, applause that. Um, they just held it down, man. So shout out to the Breakfast Club. Shout out to Angela Yee. Angela Lee. Angela Yee. That's where I was Angela about to go. Lee. That's why I was trying to laugh, man, because I didn't want to mess it up. But that that's another great moment on the Breakfast Club when Webby was trying to get the he, sound bite he off. He couldn't get it out. He, the, um, DJ Envy, Angela, Angela, Angela Lee. Lee is, is, is Charlamagne. Yeah. <laughs> He said, man, y'all got some crazy names up here, man. <laughs> Charlamagne. Gay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, shout out to her. That doesn't necessarily mean I, I hope we, everybody understands that the Breakfast Club is not ending. No. Is just leaving. So, so Charlamagne. Gay. Charlamagne and uh, DJ Envy will still be there. Yeah. and I'm, I wonder if they'll add another woman for, like, the women presence. I think they should. I think they should, too, yeah. I think they – you know, I'm going to keep it real. I think they should add, too. That'd be cool, but it's, it's – only. Ooh, it could be it could really, it could be really uh, similar to like what they were doing with Joe Budden and like his his direction. I think they should probably just stick to the one. So remember when Joe Budden? It didn't last long, but I think Joe Budden had like. I can't but it was only women on that show. You talking about the? He yeah. had no. Nah, it was him. His network. 
But it was I think it was a morning show, no? Yeah. It was him, then like the oh, lady. Oh, everyday struggle. Yeah, like the um, she's like a lawyer, she's an AKA too. Um and then I can't remember the other it, it was Academics? It, was it I think I think it was Remy. Oh, 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 State of the Culture. State of the Culture. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a good show. And then it was another another guy. So it was two guys and two girls, and I just kind of feel like it yeah. might just be a little too too similar. I like the approach of the Breakfast Club. I do feel like mm-hmm. they used to talk over Angela Yee a lot, um, and she kind of like had to try to hold her own. But like, I'm gonna give it real. Even even like uh, guests used to talk over Angela Yee, but yeah. she still kind of balanced it out in a way. The only reason why I say two is because like, if you're going to do it. You don't want it, people to look at it as in you're just replacing her. Like, you want to enhance that experience. So maybe sure. bringing in two, you can bring in someone who does more of a, a job moderating in a way. And then maybe someone else who's kind of like a wild card who gives that same wild card woman presence that, like, yeah. Charlemagne gives. Somebody to kind of balance it out, him out. And then you bring in a woman who can kind of balance out envy so then they can kind of yeah. uh, juggle the moderation um, duties in a way. I just... I feel like in any time something like that happens, it's, a, it's an opportunity to enhance the experience because now it's like something's missing. There's a void now. Right. And, you know, some fans were probably only there solely for her. You never know. So now yeah, what are you sure, going to yeah. do to keep those people on board? Let's go ahead and, and map that out in a way. Um, but you know me. I'm always coming up with new ideas. You know, I, Power 105, if y'all want to. Yeah. I, I'm good, actually. I mean, I'll take this yeah. spot. Um. <laughs> yeah, Joanna, man. Nah, you know nah. how ahead of its time Joanna Man was? Yeah. Joanna Man is hilarious. You know how, how ahead of its time that movie was? Yeah. Like. Yeah. Was Duke predicting the future? Like, do you remember when Trump said that he, he wanted to know if, if LeBron would ever decide to be like a transsexual because he wanted to put him on his team? He did say that. That man is crazy. He's a wild boy. Yeah, for sure. I mean, just to even have that thought and then have the thought and then say it out loud. He say anything, bro. Yeah. That's that that's that old age type of type of energy though. Like you just say yeah, whatever comes. No filter. No, yeah, you say hey, whatever well, comes to your mind. Yeah. Well my grandfather was reaching the like the end of his life, man. He was saying anything. Just say, that's, bro. That, that's that old man energy, man. Like whatever what? Man. What? What you they don't believe say? They, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? That's it. I'm gonna say what do? I feel. I'm gonna say what I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm 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 living my whole life now thinking what I wanna think. Now I'm gonna say what it. What you gonna do to the old man? You're not gonna do nothing to him. Yeah. It's all good, man. He's a wild boy. I know they're definitely talking about um Fox News is like you know defending him and stuff like that, and talking about the FBI running up in his his yeah. Mar-a-Lago spot. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that he had classified documents just chilling up in the crib is also very crazy to me. Yeah. Um, but you got that. Uh, we just doing a quick little round the horn when it comes to political things. You got that. Yep. You got um, R. Kelly. Uh, he probably he probably get some more years tacked on for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he's never getting out again, um, and, and rightfully so. You know he ruined a lot of lives. Um, you got the the guys who killed Amar at Arbery. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, those, those white men, they're, they're going down. They're getting more than one life sentence. That's nasty work. They done forever. But you know, in some states, like the life sentence is not usually or always your natural life. It could be like, some states it could be like 25 years or something like that. Right. So the yeah. fact that Duke got like two life sentences is like, we just want to make sure that you know you're not coming home. Yeah, that's it. Um, End of the road. 
end of the road. Matter of fact, we're going to go ahead and put that right here, end of the road, uh-huh. boys and men, for, for the killers of Lamar Arbery. I hope you uh, never get out ever again. For because sure. justice has been served. Jesse. Jesse's movie has been served. Yeah, man, he did it. He went down for a minute too, right? Did he go to did he go to prison? Previously? Um, yes, yeah, so he got sentenced. Um, but I, I don't think that he. I don't know if he actually was in jail. Uh, did he get like time served or something, man? Hey, listen, man, it's a scary place, man. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's scary, man. But you know, up. like, uh, it is what it is. There's also like a prison right now where there there are uh, some guys on strike, inmates who are um, on strike because they just based on the conditions of the prison. And it's like I just randomly saw this on Twitter. And they're like, they're like trying to fight for it to, you know, like the, it sucks when you when you wind up in that position, especially um, if you just happen to be innocent. But when you actually commit the crimes and you wind yeah. up in those places, yeah. it's hard for the common man to necessarily have sympathy for you. But we still also got to remember that also the uh, what is it, the what is it the uh, the prison pipeline? There's something before that I can't remember what it is. But being black in America, you know they already trying to throw us in prison. And the fact that prisons are, a lot of them are prison, not prison, excuse me, a lot of them are private businesses um, is rough. So then, you know, they go out of their way to just, like, you know, slap you with the book. Uh, so there are a lot of brothers who are probably enduring cruel and unusual punishment as far as, like, excessive, yeah, I'm sure. um, you know what I mean, like sentencing and things like that. So the fact that they're fighting for stuff like that is more power to them. I hope that works out. Yeah. Um, you know, they just want to be, at the same time, they want to be treated by, like humans. And I, I can understand both sides where sometimes people won't necessarily want to care for that because who knows what crime you committed. And at the same time, you could commit a, a crime against a family member of mine and you think that I'm going to care that you're fighting for, like, basic human rights. Right. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a fine line, man. But uh, that prison pipeline with the, with the private prisons is crazy, too, the fact that you know, like so many people make money off of just throwing black men in jail is crazy. The fact that I was just watching something on TV with my girl and it was um, Bill Nye the Science Guy mm-hmm. has a show on Netflix. And when you go to that show, the quick ad that they run for it, like the trailer for it, he runs into a weed shop and he like he's ordering a bunch of different like strands of weed. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says it's for like science purposes. That's cool. My issue with it is the fact that he was able to go up to the counter and order that joint like ice cream. Right. Or like he getting frozen yogurt, and you have so many people, black people f- first, because you understand we understand that black people are um, incarcerated at multiple times higher than any other race in in this country. But anybody who's in jail for weed should absolutely be coming home, because the fact that when we went to Vegas and we were able to run in the dispensary and they're rolling that joint like um, like an Apple store. Mm-hmm. The fact that there are still people in prison for weed is crazy. Yeah, I agree. And with that. I, it makes me wonder if it was like this when prohibition happened. You know what I mean? Like when people were selling like hooch and selling uh, moonshine illegally, and then once it overturned, uh, did they let those people out of prison, or was it the same kind of thing? History repeats itself. I know yeah. sometimes I go on these rants. I'm no, absolutely finished now. <laughs> uh, but these are the thoughts that go through my head all the time, Pod Squad. I'm always sitting and thinking about things, and then just running through different scenarios. Uh, this is what helps me uh, write good stories and, and write music for y'all, um, yeah. life experiences and all that. But um, yeah, shout out to Juicy Smoothie, shout out to Lil Boozy, um, shout out to Andrew Caldwell, uh, shout out to Juicy and his sister. Andrew Caldwell back. Yeah, Andrew. <laughs> shout out to Andrew. Shout out to the Flaming Hot Funyun Onions. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all I got, brother. I'm good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was rapping. My bad. No, you're good. You're good. Um, 
I was just I wanted to give a shout out um, to Paula Abdul, and I also wanted to give a shout out to Ruben Studdard. Uh. <laughs> nah, shout out to what's my man name? The one who do who won uh, American Idol, but we never heard from him. Again. Clay Aiken, shout out to Clay Aiken, man. Clay, okay. He got second place to Ruben. Um, America was acting like he won, bro. I know you remember that. Yeah, I mean, uh, but he didn't. I remember because I remember uh, I was voting for Ruben. I, I was definitely calling and. Uh, I voted like ten times that night and everything like that. And that's back when American Idol was crazy, man. Like, that's when it was fun, man. Yeah, every, everybody used to be all about American Idol, man. Um, yeah. No offense, like no offense to it now. It's just you know a different show. It's different. I th- um, it's it's um when you start an era like that. Yeah, it definitely. And so many people copy your style. It gets uh yeah. it gets a little diluted, and then it's, it's hard to maintain that number one spot. So. You got the voice. You got X Factor. You got all these other shows. So it was a movement. Would you do another show like that? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, you know, I've mm-hmm. I've had had that conversation with myself, um, mm-hmm. and you know, there are benefits that come from it. You know, gaining followers, getting yourself mm-hmm. out there, uh, meeting new people who are also artists and and doing it. But um, it takes a lot of like energy and. Um, it weighs on you mentally to be on a show and like to just kind of be tossed out there on mm-hmm. um, a big platform like that and then being able to like maintain and people um, having the will to like support you in that way. It can definitely yeah. be a little draining. Um, and I've done it twice yeah. at this point. So um, I think that I like the direction of, you know, more like the grassroots type of approach, like, you know, what I'm doing. Um, but at, at that same time, the, being on these shows have definitely like kind of pushed me in a little bit more and given me like a little mm-hmm. bit of a um, a head start on things. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, I remember back in the day when we used to talk about that. Man, I remember you invited me to to do one of those with you. You was like, "Yo, just try to audition, see if you can do it." And yeah. I was very much against it, yeah. just because I just felt like those kind of like shows exploited artists, and I just felt like they kind of they we were, they could crush people's dreams because yeah. like you could be someone who's extremely talented, but if you just don't fit the the idea of, of the story that they're trying to tell, yeah. uh, the name might let you go. But I, I don't know if I've said this to you, but I, I understand now what it could do for you, and I understand why some people might do it. Some people might even approach it with not even thinking or worrying about winning, but more about just gaining a little more yeah. notoriety and, and, and being able to build a fan base from that. And then it's, it can definitely be viewed as, as a business move uh, rather than just going in there like a doll in a dream kind of thing, so right. I, I, yeah. I I I respect it, um, I, I, and I, and my viewpoint just changed on it recently. I think that you know one thing that I want to say with again I've I've been on two shows at this point, I'm, that, which is like I'm very fortunate to have been able to do two shows and like to have gotten like a lot of TV time and like um, you know have been able to build like a fan base from that. Like um, one thing that I learn from doing that is that it is um casting like we can't forget that it's a reality mm-hmm. show <laughs> they yeah. are casting they're casting a certain look a certain voice a certain style and um a lot of times people get so like caught up and like they're tough on themselves and they feel like they're not talented enough and no it's just literally maybe you know you weren't fitting the the look or the sound or the direction of that season in that moment um yeah and it's just like the it's the same thing as if you were to go like audition for like a tv show or a movie or something like that like or even a stage play or something like that so Mm -hmm. 
Um, yeah, I definitely, I encourage it. Uh, it's it's mm. great experiences. It's life changing. Um, it's like a once in a lifetime opportunity that most people don't get a chance to experience. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when you do, when you do do it, go in with it, with the right type of like mentality. And mm-hmm. that is get what you get, what you can out of it. Um, get everything you came for. That's it. Get what you can out of it. And if you mm-hmm. get, if you happen to get more than other people, that's great. Um, but you know, live in that moment, get what you can out of it. Yeah. Those are my and it's like what we said earlier, just like piggybacking <coughs> on the, the, the fur and a half of that. Um, it's, it's all business. Like we were saying earlier, 99 times out of 100, it's, it's, it's business. It's never personal. So yeah. even if you don't get through the door or get through the door that you want to get through, maybe you get through a couple of the doors, you don't get through all of them, never take it personally. It's not that somebody hates you or, or that you're not talented or you're not this or you're not that. It's just maybe you just didn't fit what they were trying to put together at that point in time. Yeah. So it's never personal. Um, no bad days, just bad moments, stepping stones. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, yeah. I, I there's been... That that mentality personally has taken me years to kind of like really, really believe and understand. Like, mm-hmm. and I think that like, you know, in my younger years of like auditioning and trying and stuff like that, like I just didn't, like sometimes when I didn't get, get things, I just didn't understand. Um, mm-hmm. But like you just said, man, like you, <laughs> like it's not anything about you or your skill or your talent or anything like that. Like just keep pushing forward. Sometimes it's just not necessarily for you. And a lot of yep. times that is, um, it's a blessing. Like, I can't, I, I literally can, I can count, I, I can't even count how many times I've gone for something and, and I was disappointed about it. And then like months or yeah. years or days later, I'm like, man, that, like I, I was, that was actually a better situation for me to not be a part of that. Yep. Um, so yeah. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. <laughs> And with that being said, I just want to give a really, really quick shout out to um, Jennifer Hudson and um, everybody involved with American Idol, um, including Simon Cowell and um, Justin Guarini and Kelly Clarkson. And Ryan Seacrest. And Ryan Seacrest and Ruben Stutter and um, Clay Aiken. Dude, that used to be the host with Ryan Seacrest. Clay Aiken. Make sure you shout out Clay Aiken. All right, cool. Um, um, well, yeah. Pasquale, listen. Um, I know Brandon usually closes this, but uh, it's it's been a great episode. We've had a lot of fun tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny how we went through all these jokes this entire episode, and then at the end we want to try to get serious. Yeah, it's all good. But, um, you know, we just, like I said, this is how the podcast started. Man. We sit and have these conversations, drinking a little wine, sipping a little something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Brandon has a brilliant mind, so we have we have a lot of time to sit down and just expand on topics and and, um, you know, sometimes when you sift through things with your friends, you're able to come to conclusions that are helpful for you yeah. uh, personally. So uh, it's always an honor to do this, do this show for you guys. And uh, on that note, brother, you got anything else? That's all for me, man. Well, then that's it. Uh, that's another episode of the Whiskey Web Pod. And we will see you guys in a couple of weeks. All right. Yep. Cheers. Cheers. Hey, Brandon, pour me another one. Ha <laughs> ha